The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us here on Fox 2 News in the morning. Thanks for making us a part of your day. It is Saturday, August 19th. I'm Laura Simon. It's feeling really great outside right now, but a big heat wave is on the way. So let's get right to meteorologist Jamie Travers this morning with a first look at that forecast. And Jamie, just how hot is it going to get out there? Oh, well, <laughs> I don't even really want to talk about how hot <laughs> it's going to get. It's too hot. It's okay. going to be too hot tomorrow. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Got it. So, I chopped all my hair off just in time. Just in time, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's going to kind of be ponytail weather. Okay. You're going to want to up off your neck because, yeah, if you're going to be outside, it is just going to be sweaty. It, in fact, dangerous. Dangerous heat is what we are tracking. We have an excessive heat warning that goes in place tomorrow. But today, out there right now, it is pretty comfortable. We have temperatures in the uh, 60s across much of the region. Here comes the graphic there. Uh, 68 degrees at Lambert Airport Southeast wind at seven miles per hour. So not quite as cool as yesterday morning, at least here in the metro. But some areas are in the lower 60s where we have 58 at Perryville, 60 at Scott Air Force Base and 60 in Litchfield. We're going to have a lot of sunshine today, a few clouds, just a few in the afternoon. And that big dome of high pressure is going to be building into the region. So today, seasonably hot. Yesterday, we hit 84. Today, I think we're going to hit closer to that 90 degree mark, but not the extreme heat. Dew points still behave today, so humidity not terrible. We will warm quicker than yesterday, though, up to 80 degrees by 11. Uh, but yes, we're tracking dangerous heat. We'll talk about how long it could potentially last and just how hot we're expecting things to get in just a few minutes. All right, Jamie, thanks so much. This morning we are remembering the lives of two MoDOT workers who were killed in a crash nearly two years ago. One of them was Caitlin Anderson. She was six months pregnant. Fox 2's Callista McTrician joining us live in Arnold this morning where a toy drive is happening today in Anderson's honor. Callista. Laura, good morning. I think just off the basis joining me, I've got Tanya Muskoff, the mother of Caitlin Anderson. Tanya, off the bases, tell me why we're here this morning. To promote um, awareness for MoDAT workers so um, we can slow down and move over. It's something really important. I talked to a MoDAT worker just a few days ago and she had just mentioned, voiced why we need to take these precautions. Tell me a little bit about Caitlin's story. Caitlin was uh, six months pregnant in an active work zone, um, an unprotected work zone, when somebody ran through her work zone, killing her and my grandchild. A tragedy, um, Tanya, but I think what you're doing to, to raise awareness and to remember her is so amazing. And I know this is your second year doing the toy drive. Kind of tell me why you started it in the first place. Caitlin was big on kids and giving and she never wanted a kid to go without a toy. So when I found the St. Louis Crisis Nursery in their mission, I knew that that's exactly what Caitlin would want me to do in her honor. 
So we gather toys today and we play cornhole and we deliver the kids the toys to the St. Louis Crisis Nursery. You guys have a whole lot going on here today. It's really amazing. I think for you to be able to do this, how does it feel for you to help others uh, in lieu of everything you, you, your family has been through? If I don't do something good, then the bad will eat me up. So I have to honor Caitlin, the person who she was, and she always did good, and she was genuine and honest, so I have to live up to her legacy. I have to give her a legacy in this. And that is what we're doing this morning. We know the toy drive does start at 8 a.m. this morning, correct? Um, eight Between 8 and 11, um, preferably, you know, around 10, they should drop the toys off. Um, guys, another big part of this is the foundation that, Tanya, you have started Kate's Love for Jax. Yes. So briefly kind of just run us through that. Um, Kate's Love for Jax Foundation is the foundation that offers um, free grief counseling to mothers and fathers who have lost a child. Losing a child is horrendous. Um, we give out grief sacks to family members who, who lost a loved one. Um, we give um, pregnancy alert bracelets to expecting mothers to that way first responders know that they are pregnant if they can't speak for themselves so really just an amazing event we have today to help others and also remember the lives lost too soon guys we're going to be bringing you many more details but if you want a to check out uh, kate's love for jack's website you can see it on our screen you can figure out more information on today's event, as well as just how amazing this foundation is and everything Tanya is doing. We're gonna be bringing you much more, but for now we are live here in Arnold City Park. We're gonna throw it back to you in the studio. 606 is our time. The mayor of Jennings is firing back against allegations of a hostile work environment. This comes after several employees suddenly resigned just hours apart. Mayor Gary Johnson addressed the accusations Friday morning before an emergency city council meeting. It was initially scheduled for the afternoon, but at 5 p.m. Friday, Johnson stood at the doors of City Hall and told people there was no meeting. One council member said she never received any notice about this particular meeting, but other members do say that proper notice was sent out to the board. The tense meeting ended up happening with police asking for calm at one point in time. Earlier in the day, the mayor held a news conference denying criticism that he's the one to blame for a toxic environment that led to several employees stepping down. Ask the other employees, is this a hostile work environment? Ask the, the, the residents that come to the department that are leaving here satisfied. Ask the people that we've given out $200,000 in tree grants to. Friday was also the city clerk's last day. She declined to direct blame at anyone or anything for her resignation, but she does hope that calls for a fair and honest work environment will be taken seriously. You can read much more about the resignations and ongoing drama happening in Jennings over on our website. It's fox2now.com. We always want you to know before you go, and MoDOT did close the ramp at I-170 South from I-270 West earlier this morning. The ramp will stay shut down through Monday at 5 a.m. The closure will allow crews to perform deck repairs and replace joints on the ramp. In this morning's You Paid For It, Elliot Davis is getting results for people in a Southside neighborhood. They were worried about a city-owned tree having the potential to fall down in a storm and the serious harm it could cause. People on Neosho Street were complaining about this tree for years. 
Elliott called Alderman Joe Volmer to help out and he ended up calling the St. Louis Forestry Commissioner to come take care of it. Did you think it was going to get done this fast? No, and I, I'm kind of like, what did it take to get it done this fast? You know, mm -hmm. it's like you had to come here and then they, they did it. So it kind of makes me wonder about the rest of the city. Is that what it takes for trees to come down? I kept calling and calling and they weren't doing nothing. But as soon as you called, uh, they came right on out and cut the tree down. It was important because I was scared, you know, a big storm might come through and uh, might, you know, fall on somebody's house or somebody's car or even might kill somebody. Right there on your screen is what the tree looked like after the forestry department came out to take care of it. Only a stump left and soon that will be removed too. It's an event that brings families, friends and entrepreneurs together to celebrate and strengthen the St. Louis community. The second year of We Power Weekend kicked off yesterday at the Missouri Botanical Garden. The rest of the three day event is going to be happening today and tomorrow out at Hyde Park. This is going on today from 11 this morning till 3 this afternoon. You can shop pop up markets and food trucks, get free business and financial coaching and enjoy live entertainment. The goal is to raise money for black and brown businesses. They'll have yoga and brunch at the park tomorrow for self care Sunday. Love that. That goes from 10 in the morning till one in the afternoon. And some good news this morning about our dear friend Dan Gray, the former Fox 2 anchor and reporter completed his last radiation treatment on Friday. Dan was diagnosed with high risk prostate cancer. You might remember about a year ago. His wife said he's had a year of ups and downs undergoing several procedures and treatments, but their family is so thankful that they've gotten to this point. And there you see him. He rang the bell yesterday, marking the end of his treatment. And we here at Fox 2 are certainly wishing Dan the very best. I haven't had the opportunity to meet him yet in person, but we've gotten in touch on social media and I've just, I've looked up to him my whole time being in St. Louis. I truly miss Dan. I, I really miss working with him. And that's what everyone around yeah. here says. He's just such a light. He's such a, he's funny too. A lot of he's people don't know so how funny, funny he is. He's so funny. Yeah, we used to, uh, he used to anchor the midday show and so I'd work with him two to three days a week. And I'm so happy that things seem to be going pretty well for him. Mm -hmm. Well, we send our well wishes to Absolutely. Dan this morning if he's up this early yeah, watching us. Dan, we miss you. <laughs> and stay cool out there this weekend. Oh my gosh, stay cool. Yeah, do your best. If you have outdoor plans or if you're thinking about making some, I'd say try to get those in today because by tomorrow we are looking at that dangerous heat. Heat indices, 110. So uh, this is a serious, this is a serious situation here as we move through and not only tomorrow, but into your next work week. Let's go ahead and take a look at the setup. Uh, really, well, I think uh, if we can take things full here, uh, let's go ahead and look at the setup as we head into tomorrow. So the jet stream, what was bringing us that stormy weather pattern for the whole month of July was the jet stream. That jet stream is lifting to the north. So when we are in northwest flow, when it's over our area, it it brings the storm tracks through our region, but when it lifts back up to the north and it's in Canada where it's really supposed to be this time of year, we have that big dome of extreme heat and that's what we are seeing 
here as we go into the week. Now, that jet stream is the driver of the cold fronts and those storm systems. So when it's to our north, so are the tracks of the cold fronts. Those cold fronts are to our north also. So really no relief. We are going to be in this heat for a good five, six days. We do have that uh, excessive heat warning in place through Thursday. So it goes into place tomorrow at noon and it lasts through at least 10 p.m. on Thursday. Friday, it could be extended to Friday, I certainly. So we are watching for that. Perry County, Missouri, looking toward that sunrise. Very calm out there right now. Not too hot just yet. Again, today is not the worst day for outdoor plans. It is going to be warmer, though, than yesterday. Dew point still behaving at 59 degrees. That will probably come up into the 60s today. We have that temperature at 68. 59 for Mount Vernon, 58 at DeSoto. We have 62 in Farmington, 61 at Moscow Mills. So future cast for today showing those temperatures climbing to about 90 degrees. So the upper 80s to about 90 will have lots of sunshine, no rain in the forecast. Overnight tonight, mostly clear down to the low 70s and upper 60s. And then it will be a warmer start tomorrow. And then we really see those temperatures just skyrocket to about 100 degrees. Dew points come up into the 70s. So heat indices 105 plus. And that is the problem as we head into your work week. And that's why we have that excessive heat warning, not just the heat advisory, but the excessive heat warning in place for heat indices 110 plus. So that is in the extremely dangerous category there. Even Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we might see the heat indices come down just a touch, but still considered dangerous. And he has that cumulative effect. So it's going to be a dangerous week for sports. I know a lot of people are going back to school. I know we have a lot of football practices going on. So we're going to have to be very careful with that. And certainly if you have to be outside, drink a lot of water, hydrate, take lots of breaks, frequent breaks. 90 degrees, mostly sunny. We're going to see overnight lows down to about 72 tonight, mostly clear. And then that extended forecast, well, we've already said it, but I'll say it one more time. Dangerous heat Sunday through at least Thursday, probably into Friday also could hit some records, get close to some records, tie some records, maybe even break some records. So far, the hottest day we have seen was 101 degrees. So there is a very good chance that we will see some of the hottest temperatures so far this summer a little bit later in the week.